on Tesla. Danny been on the right side of this trade for a long time. How come this stock is not booming this morning after Tesla's beating all these expectations? That's really what I was sort of boogie about 100, 125,000 vehicles that ultimately sort of the swing factor, if it moderates and supply chain starts to correct, I think they'll be at 875, 900,000 vehicles for the year. The fact that Musk didn't commit to that, which I think is the smart move given the, the chip shortage, I think that's why the stock just knee jerks down a bit. But ultimately, take a step back, strongest order intake ever. You know, for Tesla in terms of the quarter, I think it just shows right now demand outstripping supply, which is a high class problem, despite all the haters and all the noise. You know, I view this as a major step in the right direction. There's no question that this company has a stranglehold on the electric vehicle market right now with the number of deliveries that are happening here to your point also you've been pounding the table on the china expansion in the business there as well so what did we learn about that component for the bull thesis this quarter dan i think that's the biggest i'll call it almost cobra kai battle right now uh on the tesla bull and bears around china because the bears will point to just the back and forth between beijing you know, in terms of some of the safety issues, bit of a PR black eye. Musk needs to play nice in the sandbox. I mean, because ultimately that's the core strength. We believe that's 40% of deliveries by 2022. And I think that's something where the underlying growth in this story continues to be Europe. Of course, Berlin will be up and running later this year, as well as China. U.S., Biden green tidal wave picked off. I mean, that's key, but ultimately we need to have that ceiling lifted for the tax credits as well as an up in the tax credits likely 10,000 that's where it really starts to make a difference within the US for Tesla. So Dan, what do you say to people that are uh, still looking at the credits that they're getting from the government and that generating such a huge amount of the revenue here? I mean, is that any different than any other revenue is the Tesla's ability to operate contingent on support from the government? Well, I think that's the argument. In other words, that's not going away. So, you know, many of the bears have continued to kind of scream about the tax credits really for the last seven to eight quarters. And, and if you look at profitability in terms of gross margin on automobiles, so just take away the credits. That was better than expected, even with, you know, called 200 bips of headwind because of the supply chain. So, you know, right now, this the red ink is in the rearview mirror, but the credits, that's gonna continue to be there. You know, I view from a valuation perspective that you don't really have, you don't give full credit for those credits because I, I do think to your point, you know, I think you really have to focus on deliveries, profitability, and what this market looks like, X credits. What about the fact that $100 million of this profit is coming from a Bitcoin trade, Dan. I mean, what's going on here? Is this an auto shop or a prop shop? I mean, you take that out and they're at the same revenue they were doing a year ago. Yeah. And look, I think when it comes to some of the noise that that, that we've seen on Bitcoin, obviously 100 million profit, we think roughly it's about a billion in terms of paper profit so far. Yeah, but look, it's part of the Tesla story. And it's one where I don't give full credit for that 100 million, I essentially almost throw it out in terms of what you'd value that at. So I do think it definitely adds noise to the story. It gives fodder to the bears. And that's why right now, I mean, the bulls, 
got what they wanted, but the Bears also got some ammunition in terms of FSD, in terms of tax credits, in terms of the Bitcoin investment. And that's why the next few next few quarters is sort of what I view as almost fork in the road. Hmm. Because I think that's where they kind of prove out the deliveries, supply chain issues get resolved. Otherwise, you know, th- there could be some stumbles and then the hmm. barrels will focus on it. And, and we've seen the stock little bloom coming off the rose. Walk me through a little bit more, Dan, because it's the first time I've heard a little bit of uh, reticence in your tone sort of about what they're specifically doing. When you say a potential fork in the road and the bear's got ammo here, uh, how does that ammo turn into something deadly via the Bitcoin stuff or the other items that you're mentioning here? Yeah, I don't view it as Bitcoin. I When, when I say fork in the road, it's about China because it's an inflection right now in demand that we're seeing. We believe Tesla has potential to really be at 250, 300,000 units in terms of China. They, they play nice in the sandbox in terms of what Musk is doing there, smoothing things out, and they start to sort of execute on that with Model Y. Then in my opinion, this is a stock that is a four-digit number because I think that's, that's the key to the name. When I say ammunition to the bears, if they have stumbles the next few quarters in China, which I don't believe they will, but they don't resolve some of these issues they've had in terms of from a PR perspective, from a safety issues, as well as what we've seen coming out of Beijing, then that could definitely be a fly in the ointment. That's why it's a very important few quarters. We're super bullish, but definitely a lot of it comes down to China.